Hey everybody, it's Brandon from the Box Office Bomb Squad. And if you're like me, I know that you like to own a little bit of the movies that we uh, so nicely talk about here. Go to Iggy'sPopShop.com. There's a link in our description. That's our affiliate link. If you use that and the code SUMMERFUN, all caps with the space, you'll get a cool discount. Go there, buy stuff, nerd out, and let us know what you got. Thanks, guys. and we're the Box Office Bomb Squad. This is where we'll be breaking down some of the biggest bombs to ever hit theaters, and today's bomb is 2017, The Mummy. Hey, Nick. Nick. I'm really glad to be here. I mean, thank you for bringing me back to life and everything, Nick, but what are we even doing here? Where are we going? Come on, my friend. Where's your sense of adventure? So yeah, um, the loss in this movie was weird. So uh, obviously you don't – I guess the best way to explain it to people is uh, if they say that the budget of a movie was $200 million, then the bu- the real budget of the movie was about $400 million. I, I just want to kind of set up that because it's one of those things I think uh, – People kind of go, well, this doesn't only cost 100, 100 million to make, but it made 180 million dollars. So didn't it make 80 million? It's like, well, so the reported budget is what it costs to make the film. There is a budget that is included in it. That is the insane, uh, like marketing and any deals they had that they have to like pay back on all and that crap. This movie right? was freaking everywhere. I remember that. Oh yeah, I mean they advertised this thing hard because the budget was around two hundred ish million, right? And it made four hundred million. So you would say, oh, well, that didn't lose any money, but because they put so much money into this movie, advertising it, trying to make people just want to see it, this movie was reportedly lost around fifty to seventy five million dollars. So as far as records go. This is one of those weird ones again, just like we had last time. A weird one that its failure isn't necessarily how much money it lost in general, but when you think about, and this is a part of this one that's weird, the Dark Universe and the contract signed with actors for future films, because we know they did it because they did that ridiculous, very ballsy photo shoot with uh, who who was going to be Frankenstein and who was going to be Bride and who was going to be this and who was going to be that. And they're like, yeah, this is our plan. That cost them money, and this movie derailed that shit hardcore. We'll talk about it, you know, more as we go because I got a lot to say on that. But what I'm saying is, the on paper, the money lost in this film is negligible. We, honestly, if it's even there, but the bomb that this movie created is massive for Universal. It was incredible. We cannot factor how much money they actually lost because. It is going to be split up over so many things. With that being said, let's talk about the actual film and the mess that it was. <laughs> let's talk about it. Oh my god, let's talk about it. Where do I start? <laughs> How about that real bold move at the beginning? 
uh, Dark Universe logo. Like they're like, it's happening, guys. It's happening. Yeah. Like it's like, uh, you know, Marvel. Marvel gave us a few years of trying to set up before they're just like, yeah, we're setting up. <laughs> <sighs> I then, I did when I saw that. At first, I thought this was, you know, just another um, production company or somebody else who had to put their name on things. And then I started uh, doing a little research, and I found out that this was supposed to launch an entire multifaceted universe. It's not the first time, my friend. Not the first time. Your big diver just jumped off to the diving board and missed the pool. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, you know what? Let's start with this. Let's start with what the Dark Universe is and isn't. Uh... This Dark Universe idea started from the 90s and far superior Brendan Fraser mummy films. Those were incredibly popular. People really liked them, and they wanted to do uh, a universe because they owned all these creatures, and they wanted to use them. So they thought the best way to do this was to introduce them all right off the bat and get hardcore into it. Technically, Van Helsing, starring uh, Hugh Jackman, is part of the Brendan Fraser mummy universe now they never directly link them but the entire point of it was supposed to be that those two were connected the issue is that van helsing movie sort of kills dracula they're one of their big go-tos right off the bat uh kills one of the wolfmen obviously it's a condition so other people can have it but they wanted to set up that the heroes of this universe were Brendan Fraser's character who had a personal quarrel with uh, Amonket, uh, Amotep. Yeah. Sorry, uh, their names Amotep. are so similar between the two films. Yeah, it's Amotep uh, and, for the old one, and then this one is Ahmet. Ahmet, yeah. I think it's Ahmet. And so uh, the heroes were going to be those uh, Hugh Jackman and Brendan Fraser, and they were going to spin off and do all this stuff, and we were going to meet all these characters and. Which would have been it was going to be this, uh, it, you know, it would have been a lot more fun because yeah. those movies, despite their faults, despite what critics might say of them, were incredibly fun. Yeah, not so much with this fucking mess, man. No. I've never had so little fun. They try. There's moments where they're really trying, like they give Tom Cruise a little quip, and I gotta say, Tom Cruise is good in this. He's not a bad actor. As much as on a personal level, I want to kind of like shit on the guy a little bit. I gotta admit. He's decent. He's a good. He is a good actor. I mean, especially, you know, in his in his action roles. I mean, the guy knows his shtick. He likes to run. Tommy loves oh, he, to run. Boy, he does. He loves to run, and he can run like and just dickens, crash man. and Pretty shit, crazy. Man. But just crash whatever the fuck you can crash. Hang him <laughs> off of it, man. That's 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 what he's all about. Hanging on things and running. Yep. But uh, I, he so, does it very well, though. He he's probably the best at it. Uh, so. The Van Helsing and Brendan Fraser mummy universe was scrapped when Brendan Fraser pretty much left Hollywood. We won't get into that. That's pretty dark stuff. Mm -hmm. So they decided they're going to reboot it again. This was The Wolfman with Benicio Del Toro. The the character that we were going to follow through the films, Benicio Del Toro was our Wolfman, was the uh, government agent that's hunting the Wolfman played by uh, (laughs) star of (laughs) – Mortal Engines, Hugo uh, Hugo Weaving. So we were going to bring him back. He was going to be our recurring character. That movie did not do well. So they said, okay, well, guess what? That was just a standalone Wolfman film. So they backtracked, even though there was so much talk about it being a thing. So then they decided to do it again. Dracula Untold was the new approach to this. This was the... 
Dracula's actually not that bad of a guy uh, story where uh, Bard from The Hobbit is Dracula, and he's he's not that bad, even though he's based on uh, a, a, a Luke Evans, crazy right? murderer. <laughs> Say what? Luke Evans, isn't that... Uh, isn't yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I actually... I stumbled across Dracula Untold at one point. I don't even remember if it was on TV or what, and I watched it. I had to go back and rewatch it several times. I actually enjoy the living hell, no pun intended, out of that movie. I, I like that take on Dracula, like, a lot. Charles Dance is in it from Game of Thrones, and I'm oh, a yeah. fan. He plays kind of like Nosferatu, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I do like where they were going with it. Uh, it was corny, but at yeah. least they were having some fun with it, again. The movie that came with that one was the I Frankenstein film. Uh, now that uh, <clears throat> that was that's uh, what's his name? Two Face. Thomas Jane. I can't think of it. Ta- no, 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 no. The other um, one that looks just yeah, like Thomas the, um, Jane. Oh God, what is his name? Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart. That's yeah. It. I get those two confused all the time. Yeah, they do man. look alike. But yeah, and if you throw in '90s uh, Highlander, man, it's it's all the, it's all the same. Thing. Uh, so yeah, that movie was supposed to be our take on uh, Frankenstein in that universe. And uh, again, they both failed; they both didn't work, so they scrapped it. So we're on to the third slash maybe fourth in incarnation, and that is this Mummy movie. So. They already had planned what they were going to do. They were going to have Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man and uh, Javier Bardem as uh, uh, Frankenstein, Anna Gina Jolie as the wife of Frankenstein. And of course, I know. And by the way, don't get all your fucking. We all know Frankenstein's the fucking scientist and yeah. it's Frankenstein's monster. I'm mm. not going to fucking correct it. We all know what I'm talking about. Don't be that well, asshole. Well, because out she's there. called the Bride of Frankenstein, so they she is. Count, well, they contradict so, themselves. Uh, she is okay. She is made made of his ex fiance. Yeah. So, that's true. so it, she is it actually, technically the bride. Of she is technically the bride of Frankenstein. So yeah. she she fucks with the whole thing too, because yeah, I mean, yeah, there's there's both arguments. But yeah, I hate. I, but I don't I've be been that, that person. person before, like a long time ago when I was young. The, and you mean the monster? Yeah. And nowadays when I hear it, I just let it roll because I, I'm, it's just it's just the way it is. It just it's just like I my butthole twitches every time somebody says you know oh do you like playing Zelda in that new game? It's like you know play zelda you play link that's cool i'm glad you enjoyed the game (laughs) you know what i I, I used to like be like nah man it's actually this but it's like no you know what i don't i don't even it's not not worth the breath (laughs) i'm just not not even bothered with it (laughs) my mom says are you guys playing pikachu like she doesn't (laughs) use the word pokemon she uses pikachu as a uh, term for all pokemon yeah yeah sure that's what we're doing uh so they had this big grand plan um it failed technically again we're in this technical zone where where they the studios tried to backtrack and act like this isn't the case but all things showing it is the uh the invisible man that came out just a couple of years ago with uh uh Elizabeth Moss or whatever her name is that is in this universe that is invisible man of this universe really? uh it's a suit so, I don't know if they're planning on bringing in Johnny Depp or if this was the scrapped idea. All I know is both these universes are uh, 
both the movies in this universe, I should say, are like Scientology big shots, Moss and Cruz. And I was like, well, it's the Scientology dark universe. Huh? So I was kind of interested to see where they're going to go with that. Nice. We won't get into Scientology too much here because I know that they they don't care how small you are. They'll sue the hell out of you. So we're just going to ignore them. <laughs> uh, that being said, Dark Universe, huge fucking failure. Is it a good idea? Sure, man. It happened in the it, it, Dracula versus or Frankenstein versus the Wolfman was a big deal, and then there was Dracula's Castle where they met there. I mean, people people like the stuff. Monster Squad did it. I mean, it's not like it's a terrible take on anything. Um, I think that the problem is these characters are old school and and. Old school has a corniness to it that probably needs to be taken with a little bit of humor in order for you not to, like, just hate it. And these movies constantly want to push these things into action instead of horror. And it's like, these are horror things. They are horror. They are monsters. Why are we turning them into action things? It it really makes no sense. Uh, I will say... The Invisible Man that came out just recently definitely pushes more into the horror aspect of it and makes it more interesting. And creating a horror universe out of these characters would be cool. But I, I don't know if it'll ever work if the if you aren't giving First off, you got to put one guy in. You got to you got to feed it, you know. You got to say this is the guy that's got the vision. This is what we're going to do. We got we got to work in his sandbox. And I think that that was smart. DC fails because they can't do that. Uh Hell, Fast and Furious is doing it now because Vin Diesel, for the most part, uh, has a lot of the say on the writing of these films. So there's a sandbox that these characters play in, and it works. When you do it the way that Universal's been doing this, you got too many, too many different flavors, and it just doesn't work. And it's just like, guys, come on, give it up. Just have fun. You know, just go at it. Think about the think about how successful Brendan Fraser's Mummy was. And go with that. Go with that tone. I think that's the tone that we need here. I agree. Um, I am a huge fanboy for the original Mummy movies with uh, Brendan Fraser. All of them. Even the the, the not-so-great ones. Yeah, the second reboot. Even the not-so-great ones are pretty fantastic in my mind. Dragon Tomb of the Dragon Emperor is a bit rough, man. When when I I can believe that they're zombies and all this shit, but when the fucking Yeti showed up and they're just like these CG, they look like they look like the Smallfoot Yetis, yeah, from a couple of years ago. They just look terrible. It's like, oh come on. Yeah, I mean, like I said, even the not great ones are still relatively entertaining to me. It's because I like well, the Frasers. characters. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, so, uh, well, the problem, the biggest issue I have with the uh, Tomb of Dragon Emperor is that they recast uh, what's her name, and then whoever they put in that role just didn't have the same. Oh yeah, uh, they recast uh, Rachel Weiss. Uh, Rachel Weiss, yeah, who I really I, like. She was just in Black Widow. She's good in that. Yeah, she was super good, and the chemistry between her and Brendan Fraser was fantastic. Oh, they're great together. They they play off each other amazingly. So recasting her was a terrible option, and. That movie failed so bad we didn't get our fourth film, which was supposed to take place in South America with uh, with uh, uh, oh who was attached to it? Somebody big. I can't remember who it was now. Oh man, now I'm I'm being that guy. But yeah, uh, it was going to deal with like the bog mummies and the South American mummies that we never really get to see. Uh, oh yeah, Antonio Banderas. 
and oh, was uh, yeah. attached to be the villain. And I was like, "Ooh, that's really cool. I like that idea." And yeah. but then we just never got it. So, so let's talk about this movie. You know, we we just talked all about what what this movie wanted to do. Let's talk yeah. about what it did. First off, eight fucking minutes of fucking exposition at the beginning of this film. My first we start note. with words on the screen. I go, "Woo, okay, we're reading." I'm okay with that. I don't mind reading. Blade Runner made me read. Okay, let's yeah. read. Oh, okay, we're in Egypt. All right. Oh, no one's talking because there's a voiceover? All right. Okay. All right. Okay, we're learning some story. We're learning some story. Who's this? Well, now we're in now time. Oh, hi, Russell Crowe. I guess you're going to give us exposition now? Okay. And we literally go through three types of exposition in this time, only to then go into, like, scene for scene they just constantly are trying to get to the next scene where they can explain everything that they don't want to show us and it's really frustrating yeah a good 40 minutes of this film is just exposition where they could have they gave us by the way they literally give us the vehicle that tom cruise can see the past and connections into the past and stuff and then they do not use it to make the exposition not seem clunky why couldn't he be revealing secrets of everything as he's going along instead of just random characters showing up that have all the knowledge of everything who go, oh, you know, uh, this and this happen. And it's like, this is <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, the first thing on my notes is holy exposition, Batman. Well, so much. By yeah. the way, when they're doing the exposition uh, and then they're showing the flashback, the eye holes in the mummy costume they give her made me laugh. <laughs> I was like, why, why the fuck does she have eye holes? holes? <laughs> <laughs> why? So you could see her weird double irises. Like, wh- why did you give her eye holes? There's and no reason. You're burying why ever, this woman. Yeah. Why give it anything that lets you get her out? Why do it? And then she's like, "Well, I think this is to keep her in instead of keeping her out." And then what was it? A rope fucking gets shot. You tell me that they expected that rope to last forever. Forever. Yeah, they, but not only that, that. rope breaks, and she fucking shoots out, and she's good to go. Yeah, if if we're gonna lock somebody away, I mean, they're they're parallaxing this whole bullshit. You know, oh, we talked about parallax so and the big ass jello. Yeah, the jello, the big ass jello mold that he's in that he just burst out of Kool Aid Man style. <laughs> yeah. Exact same situation. Number one, any any time that, that the 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 threat to something is poorly kept and easily let out, we're going to call it parallaxing. Jesse's quoted yep. that. There parallaxing is now the name. There you go. Watch Green Lantern if you want to know what we're talking. about. <laughs> so, uh, number one, she's in the she's in the Mercury. She's protected. She's safe. She's not going anywhere. Again, like you said, they expected this one strand of rope to last for an eternity, for, forever. Number two, why? They didn't put a statue on top of the hole. They didn't do anything. Why is the default without that rope lifting her up? It's a winch to lower her into the vat. I can only imagine is why it was there. Why the fuck would we need it to be counterweighted to pull her out of it? We're never taking this woman out. If you cut that rope, what should happen? (laughs) She should sink more. Yes. You know, just dunk that bitch further. Yeah. Number one. Number two, why is it still connected? Why is any of that connected? Oh, why Drop is it her in the rotted? hole, cut the ropes, walk out, and shut the door on your way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Jesus. And why make, why make a tomb in general? Well, why yeah. Why make a tomb? Just fill it with sand. Fucking bury it forever. Exactly. But, like, oh, man. So, A, 
science time, Mercury doesn't just show up liquid form like that. It's very rare for it to be a liquid form. It's usually trapped in like bubbles on rocks. Um, so that's a bunch of bullshit. That much mercury would be insane. Also, everyone in that area would be fucking poisoned. They they would be going a little bit crazy. Yeah, Mercury does some shit to you. I mean, uh, at least they at least they bring that into uh, into you know voice is the fact that Mercury makes you go crazy and then it kills you. Uh, yeah. Now I will say that the melting point of Mercury is like around. This is uh, I could look this up, but I don't have that kind of gumption. It's it, somewhere it's around negative thirty five degrees. Yeah. So. Anytime you are above freezing, Mercury's in liquid form. I don't see it dripping from the stalactites in the ceiling. That's weird. I don't know how they manage that. But yeah, is is it is it just here naturally in this cave and just like yeah, they this, just found a cave of natural? I mean, this movie is full of parallaxing <clears throat> shit. How about those yeah. fucking Templars that you break the? By the way, <laughs> quick movie for you: break the stone, done. Yeah. Oh, look like at that. We found the ruby. Here, my Glock 19. Instead, Crack, they fucking done. package the stone and with one guy who's not that far away from the other dude who's got the knife. And also, how did she fucking know where the knife was? She wasn't there. And the knife is just conveniently located on a fucking table for stabbing somebody? Like, what <laughs> the fuck? She, and and you, you do not tell me, oh, she can sense the knife. Because why couldn't she sense the fucking stone? That's where the power is. Yeah, and so, you know, so I actually problems. I have in here uh, in my notes, Deus Ex Machina the movie. <laughs> yeah, everything just <laughs> conveniently happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, so one of the things that bothers me in movies that try to be uh, present day but high tech at the same time, and that is, uh, what the hell is with flashlights with more than one bulb? Well, those high-intensity uh, LEDs are like that. I mean, I see that. So, like, the one that Vale is carrying, it's four bulbs and one flashlight. That yeah. makes sense. I see that. The fucking monstrosity that Cruz is carrying is, like, oh, three yeah. flashlights duct-taped together. Yeah. he, well, he ridiculous. Has ridiculous looking. <laughs> it's like, He's oh, like, we well, got to give Tom I gotta the I got to be able to light flashlight. it up like it's fucking daylight wherever I go. <laughs> You never yeah. know when I might need to burn something with just a flashlight. And did anyone else get, uh, when they turned the lights on in the tomb, did anyone, and she said, let's get the lights up. Uh, did anyone else get Fifth Element? Aziz, yeah. light! Yeah, <laughs> like, oh yeah. Ringing in their ears. Anytime I hear anyone say they need light, I think of Aziz, light. I, <laughs> there's nothing but that for yeah. me. Aziz, light! Uh, so... Some plot holes that don't make sense to me. That mm-hmm. general's like fucking going off on Nick for being a thief and always stealing shit. And then he's like, You guys go down there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Wait a minute. Those are the guys that are going to steal stuff. Why would you send them? Send any of your other soldiers. Yeah, exactly. And then he's like, No, we got to do this quick and get the fuck out of here. All right, guys, let's build a fucking pulley system that can lift this thing out of here and get these people in there. We only got five minutes. And it's like, Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. This is weeks of prep to do all the stuff that they're doing. And then they have a massive light down there that lights up uh-huh. not the exact area, just kind of up in the corner. Because, you know, when you're doing work, you want to make sure there's plenty of shadows. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh and, and not to mention the entire cave's that one giant hazmat den. You know? Yeah. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it, the the air in there is poisonous. There's so much mercury. One hundred percent. Yeah, and it's dri- it's dropping through the air. Uh, I don't know what uh, this. I will have to look up. My chemistry is not that strong. Uh, I don't know what the boiling point of mercury is. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, uh, the boiling I mean, point pretty... of mercury. Ah, uh, six hundred and seventy four degrees. Okay, that's okay. It, there's no way it's boiling at least. So we're not getting yeah. uh, that much in the air, but it's still not great. No, yeah, it's still it's still splatting everywhere, splattering around. Yeah. Those spiders would all be poisoned because uh, yeah. they're eating insects that are getting in this stuff. And then whatever the birds in the area would all have mercury poisoning because they'd be eating the spiders. That town was dead long before the insurgents yeah. got there. <laughs> yeah, they're like the any well around there would just be poisonous. Yeah, everybody be crazy as shit. Yeah, because that's the thing. So, uh, that's where the term "mad of mad as a hatter" comes from. Is the mercury used to fix mercury. hats, and then you know, it gets in the air, you breathe it, and you go freaking insane. FYI, so, hey, the more you know. Yeah, so don't drink mercury, kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, boy, boy, where do we go? So, well, I'm going to talk about her powers in a little bit uh, once we get to her I actually have, being out. Because I, oh boy, those. I have one thing those, I need your opinion on. That's not even part of the story. Okay. What the fuck is up with Tom Cruise's hair in this movie? I hate it. No, uh, Look at it. It's know. horrible. It's, I hate it. He's got a good head of hair, so I don't know why he has this like really thick kind of like... Shaggy nastiness thing going on. Yeah, I don't know what this this thing is. It's like, it looks fine up top, but on the sides it looks like yeah. kind of dated. Like it's the 70s. I don't know what they were trying to do here. It's like they so didn't weird. want to show his ears. You're right. It's a weird haircut. I don't like it. It unsettled me like the whole movie. I don't know well, why. He's I like kept a good-looking guy. It. That like, why give him a weird haircut? Like, I get not giving him like a haircut that requires like gel and stuff sure. because you know he he has mm, to do his three-minute swimming scenes in every movie now. But like, I, I, yeah, you're right. The hair the hair is weird. The hair is a very odd length. It, it's I don't know, not mullety, but it's very weird. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So the. Jake Johnson from New Girls in this, and he's the comedic relief sometimes when they decide to let him in the movie. Uh, his character is so sporadic that I forgot he existed for a while. Yeah. And he plays the character uh, of Vail. The dead friend, seeing the dead friend ghost thing, though, just was like, oh, they're ripping off American Werewolf in London. Like, hardcore. Yeah. I, he, I just was like, oh. To me, his whole part felt like it belonged more in Brendan Fraser's Mummy than in this one. This one seemed like it was so serious, and then he tries to come in and break the tension, and it's it does. I don't know. It doesn't land. Well, was it actually him, or was it uh, the mummy using him as like a puppet so she could trick him? Because at the end, he like betrays him and is like, "I can get you to her," and then then da da. And I'm like, "What? Okay, so yeah, I guess you're a bad guy in this after all because I mean it makes sense you would only be here because you know I don't know like there, there aren't any other fucking ghosts in the film this is it this one fucking random ghost so it drives me fucking crazy it's like <laughs> does she can't she make ghosts or does this just something that happened this one guy's a fucking ghost I don't know what the fuck the point is of this it, it's just baffles my fucking mind. I don't get these powers, man. I've never been so lost in someone's powers. Like, she can control bugs and birds, I guess, but, like, at one point, the spider, 
the camel spider from earlier bites Jake Johnson, and it takes like hours for it to take effect, and then he's like suffering, and he like dies from the bite, it seems, and then is resurrected as her slave, who's very ooh swinging a knife, mummy like. But then later in the movie, she controls a little bitty spider to go in a guy's ear, and then got him like this. He's fucking going and using a metal handled axe apparently to chop at electrical cables. Because it yeah. electrifies him when he hits it. Bad choice, by the way. I like yeah. the metal-handed axes. Uh, I don't get her fucking powers. And also, that motherfucker with the spider on his face. You're telling me he didn't feel a fucking spider crawling on him until it was in his ear? Bullshit, man. Yeah. Sometimes my hair. I have longer <laughs> hair. Sometimes my hair touches my neck, and I'm like, fuck! God! And I'm like swatting at yeah. you know? You become I, a karate no expert. Way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll backflip out of my fucking chair thinking something's coming to get me. There's no fucking way some dude's just like, no, nah, I don't know what that is, but it's probably fine. Like, <laughs> come on. Oh, it bothered me so bad. And it's a stupid thing to be bothered about, but it bothers me regardless. Well, what about when the airstrike hits the town and the fire, it's so close that the fire, I mean, they're one building away, and it comes up. Oh, yeah, up, they're fine. They're, they at the absolute least, their lungs are probably outside their body. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, all the people, nobody died from that airstrike. No. Even the insurgents like ran off like, oh, shit, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Like, you know how much huh. back pressure is created by that explosion? My God. And now a word from our sponsor. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. Well, then a ma- I mean, the explosion was massive enough to fucking create a sinkhole and upend a tomb. Like, I mean, that the ground that we see from where our feet would be to where the the roof of this temple is, is, oh, 15 feet. So it that explosion blasted through 15 feet of earth. That's a lot of fucking earth to go through. Yet the bomb only had a radius above the earth of eight or nine feet, even though the fireball looked like it was the size of a small city. And they're right there on the, the – they're like, hey, airstrike on our call – jump over two buildings, they're a city block away from it, they're fine. Makes no fucking sense. Again, this movie's right. full of, like, don't think about that. Don't so, think about that. Um, let's see. I'm going off of geographicalimaginations.com. This first thing came up. The Hellfire missile has a kill radius of 50 feet, 15 meters, for those of us not in the United States, and a wounding radius of 65 feet, or 20 meti- uh, meters. That's pretty bad. Um, the pay, the GBU-12 Paveway 2 has a casualty radius of between 200 and 300 feet, uh, within which 50% of people will be killed. Their eardrums are at absolute least liquid at that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, these guys, it falls and the insurgent is right by the ball of fire. And he's like, oh, get to the truck. I mean, yeah, no, there was dead. Whatever. They just, <laughs> all they dropped on him was apparently a napalm bomb that somehow caused an earthquake. I don't know. It was a sack of just, gas with a Bic lighter taped to it. <laughs> yeah. It was just so fucking dumb, man. Just so many stupid things. So, okay. I also have a question here. Maybe I'm wrong here, but this is a, this is a historical question for you. If someone is an evil monster of a person, and I'm going to use every mummy we've ever seen, you know, I'm going to use the original Amatep from uh, Boris Karloff days, mm-hmm. uh, Imhotep from uh, the Brendan Fraser mummy, and then Amentet is her name from this one. 
Yeah, Ama. Uh, it's A H M A N E T. So it's Aman. Amanet. 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 So Amanet. So these people are are terrible monsters, and they've done terrible things. So whatever council decided, well, we got to stop them. We have to stop them, and you know what? We're going to mummify them. We're going to mummify them alive because that's always the solution. Mummify them alive, which just means put them in a fucking wrap alive. They don't cut out their tongue or anything like that. So – the sarcophagus is clearly an evil sarcophagus, you know? <laughs> did they? Why did they take the six weeks to build all this shit for her? They're like, okay, we're going to get her for killing our, our pharaoh and his son and the, the wife. Uh, well, get building all the shit, you know, because we got to build a tomb underground in, you know, Mesopotamia. Uh, where Mesopotamia. was it Mesopotamia. Was it in Mesopotamia uh, or was it in – I can't remember. It was northern I Iraq, I, it was. I believe, but, I mean, it, it, it used to be Mesopotamia. So they're like, we need, to build, we need to build a tomb all the way out there. Or did they already have an evil tomb ready just in case somebody fucking went evil? Like, where, where did you get all this together? Did you just keep her in a box in the, in the back of the house for a while while you got it all ready? Because this would take years to do everything that was done. But then they're like, yeah, we, we, she did that shit and we did it. And it's like, no, no, no. It would take years. Was she ruling for years as an evil person? We don't know anything. All we know is she's trying to, like, put the demon in that one guy, and then they're like, nope, stopping you. So who the hell was like, all right, guys, she's evil. You get on making a sarcophagus, make it real creepy, man. We need it creepy. And uh, where's a natural well of mercury at? I'm sure they had it because they thought it was something. Oh, you know what? Let's go dunk her in that hole of mercury we got out and thousands of miles away from Egypt. Mesopotamia. <laughs> it's, it's just, I don't get it. I do, I do not get it. And then they're like, the Knights Templar took the knife and everything, but the Knights Templar aren't the ones that built all that. The, the Crusades took the knife because they're like, oh yeah, bad bitch in there. So apparently the original plan when she was buried, was to leave the knife that is her power right next to her? Because it wasn't until the Crusaders took the knife and moved it that it wasn't there anymore. So what the fuck was that? The, this backstory makes no fucking sense. They're parallaxing. They're, it just, it's just <laughs> terrible. It's like, what are you guys fucking doing? And no. she can control the dead, right? That's mm. her power. I control the dead. She can make them become weird weird mummy zombie people Tom Cruise is dead right he yeah. died in that fucking plane wreck she resurrected him why doesn't she have control over him well I think the curse resurrected him it's how they explain it in the movie but the kinda, curse was the resurrection sideways. I would say any of the mummy people were fucking cursed but not all of them had their fucking mouths punched in by Tom Cruise yeah well he was cursed to be the embodiment of evil so he had a purpose, so you would think that Set would have so, kept him alive. So when she put her curse on him, she has the ability to control people. But she decides that, oh, the one thing I can do, control people, that seems really good. I controlled the computer guy. I controlled your friend. I control all these dead people. I'm not going to do that one because I need you to choose to be evil. I don't know. I don't get – I don't understand why she wouldn't just go, well, you're my fucking lackey now. Like, it makes no sense. Again, it makes no fucking sense. Her powers... She, the one time controlling somebody seems useful, she doesn't fucking use it. That is, that is correct. I, I did notice that. That a lot of times, you know, um, 
especially towards the end when she's saying, you know, give in, submit, all this stuff. And I'm like, why? Why? Why do you need that? Why, make him. Stab, stab him and be done with it. Yeah. Like, what is going on? And since she gives him, like, all the options in the world to stab himself, which... So now, <laughs> what are we... Uh, the Egyptian god is a white dude, Tom Cruise? I, I, yeah. uh, and they go to dinner, and then it's more exposition at dinner, because it's like, oh, yeah, I knew all this stuff, but I'm not going to tell you everything, because i got to give you more exposition once we meet... Mr. Hyde, I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Jekyll. Jekyll. Henry Jekyll. Oh. i not going to lie to you. Don't hate the idea of Jekyll being the Nick Fury of this universe. Don't hate the idea of the Jekyll being Russell Crowe. Liked no, it. No, I liked it. That. I did like, when he turned into Hyde, he, it was pretty cool. I liked that. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I love that he has different hands, apparently, whenever he turns into Hyde. Yeah. But I also like that he was like, listen, I don't want to kill you. I want to keep you alive because if you're going to be some powerful god, just keep me around. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, which is Hyde. That's his That's his whole persona. Yeah, he's, he's just, he's just he's, as, as Eddie Hyde, yeah. Yeah, he's basically the, you know, what's a good DC universe? Uh, not Obviously not your Joker because the Joker wants to be in charge, but... Um, can't think of anyone right off the hand, but he's he's the guy who's going to sell out anyone he can to be the right hand of the boss until he can turn on the boss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's very uh, Desaad like for those uh, new gods fans. Yeah, that <sighs> there's there's a lot of like uh, set design that tells you a lot of story in his office, and I actually was curious because. I got almost everything I needed from the small conversation he had and looking at his office to understand this character. And I go, okay, so the writer of this film knows how to write a film. They know how to write a scene. They understand how to show things to give you information. Why do we never use that ability ever again? Instead, we just have people sit down and go, all right. I know you've been watching the movie for twenty minutes. So let me uh, let me tell you what's going on and what happened in the past. Here it is again because we flash back to Egypt every f- couple fucking minutes. Yeah, with our sand-colored subtitles over the sand. Sand. Yeah, it's like cool. Jesus. I can't read that. Neat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, when we finally meet the mummy, first off, hot mummy. I don't know if hot mummy is a thing that we need. Sexy mummy's weird to me. She is pretty cool she's, in it. I gotta she's, say, she's kind of. I gotta. I gotta get this out of my system. You ready? She's uh, a milf. <laughs> <laughs> that, that works. Yeah, it works. Uh, it, it carries. <laughs> she kills like everyone she touches. She's like incredibly powerful. She can like yeah. drink, like kiss of life and Sucks drain the life, life right, right out of them. But then the one fucking time there's the chick, the the very boring lead main, the main female character. Holy crap! I feel bad for that actress. I don't know if she's good or not, but Jesus Christ, was she fucking boring? I couldn't yeah. tell you anything about that character other than I think she worked for Hyde at some. Yes, I'm sorry, at Jekyll one at one point. So like, holy shit, boring. But anyway, she's like, I'm gonna grab you. Oh, I'm gonna hit you in the head with a candlestick. Mm, I'm gonna throw you. It's like, why would you throw her? drain her right now maybe she's just not in the chicks brandon come on but then she tries draining her later once once uh uh is it nick she had a change of heart 
Yeah, his name yeah is once Nick. he's free, yeah, that's Nick, because we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, once Nick is free, she's like, oh, that guy's free to stop me? Now I'll try to drain her. And then we get this incredible chase scene. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to give a little bit of credit here. Zero gravity scene was done, like actual in a zero gravity thing. Pretty cool. Yeah, Pretty well that, that was a neat scene. I actually like that. I, I thought that was neat. I thought it was interesting. I go, okay, this is this is pretty cool. Uh, so that being said, I know this is something you want to talk about, so we're getting there. Um, the mummy chases them through the woods. The ambulance crashes. Somehow they all are perfectly fine. The mummy then very slowly walks towards Nick, even though we've seen her <laughs> run at incredible <laughs> speeds through the rest of the film. Uh, Nick swings at her with a stick. But before he does that, when he picks up the stick, he gets a little bit of encouragement from his girlfriend character. Uh, play that sound here. All right. Get it, Nick! Get him! Get him! Kick her off! Wow. <laughs> Get her, Get Nick! Her, Nick. Get her, Nick. Kick her ass, Nick. Yeah, that's what we were going to do. You know, we're not going to just, like, I'm not going to go pet her. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. But that line of dialogue, this movie's got some dialogue in it. And Get her, Nick is one of the, my favorite. Yeah. Get her! Uh, I, I'm curious of a thing. Um, sure. You know, I always, for some reason, I, I tend to, and I've been, I've had people mention this to me that are my friends and people that listen to the podcast. I have a tendency to latch on to uh, little things. Uh, One of the little things that bugged me in this movie, when we see Nick, uh, Tom Cruise's character, on a slab in a body bag, and he pops the life, and he swings his feet off the edge, and he pulls up his toe tag, and he looks and says, unknown. Mm -hmm. He was on a military fucking transport. He was part of the military, around military people. How was he unknown? They're in Britain, right? Yeah. And he didn't have any of his military stuff on him, I would imagine, because he's uh, he's a thief, remember? So I guess that would explain that, but it's still unknown doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Like <laughs> And be John Doe. Well, I mean, well, they, they'll say unknown until they and but then they're like, "Oh, we need your help identifying the bodies because you were on the plane." And then she goes in there, and of course he's alive and just standing there in the nude, and it's like they—they just let him go, right? <laughs> They're just like, and well, how you were was that earlier? But you seem fine now, so he was standing guess, next to on. a hole in a crashing airplane. How is his body even in one piece? Oh, the mummy man, her powers—they're very vague and un- unexplained. And see, I would have—I would have liked to have seen them pull him from the wreckage and like like a burnt out husk of a person and then seen him wake up and been like, holy shit, she healed him. That'd be cool. It's not how mummy powers work, my friend. I know. We can't actually see it happen unless she's face sucking somebody to death. I can't tell you how mummy powers work. You know, what's funny is the last, uh, uh, well, we'll get, we'll get to the last part of the the movie and we'll talk about it then. Um, when Russell Crowe turns to hide, uh, he turns to hide quite often, you know, starts to turn to hide Pretty a couple quick. times. He likes happens really loose. fast, yeah, unexpectedly. He likes really playing fast and loose with the the thing that stops the, him from becoming yeah, a monster. He, can't, he has to load it like a fucking revolver. Yeah. And you don't he have that thing loaded up? <laughs> like never. an EpiPen? And, and, and when we meet him, he goes, there it is. Like, you misplaced it? Why? <laughs> yeah, don't how often does that, that happen? 
You fucking know where that is. <laughs> Tie it to you. Keep it in your pocket at all times. Yeah, hanging you around your neck with that, a bell. You turn into a fucking monster, man. <laughs> You're the one trying to find the cure for fucking evil. Here's the cure. Don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. Keep your fucking drugs on you. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody with, like, terrible diabetes, like, going, oh, man, my diabetes is killing me right now. Where did I leave that insulin? Hmm. You know, and I, just, like, I, searching I, around for it. I heard somebody refer to his shot as a high diabetes shot, and I lost <laughs> <diabetes>. my mind. <laughs> that was fantastic. Got the, got did you see diabetes. the book, uh, the Book of the Dead from the 1999 yes, Mummy don't hit the floor? started, because all that did is make me want to watch those movies. Right? That's what I thought, too. And, I saw is that. Is this I was the like, same hmm. universe? That's what I'm wondering, right? Because if it is... Because that wasn't present day, and this is. Yeah, and they never mentioned Set, because only Anubis is the only god we really deal with. Uh Uh-huh. But they also call Anubis the god of the dead, and then they call Set the god of the dead, and I'm like, Set is not shit straight. Set is the god of of deserts. Uh, That's which why you see so many deserts around him. Uh, he's like the god of chaos and vengeance. He's just he's he's a, a Loki esque uh, character, you know. Just wants the world to burn, what, kind of a what character. What is Set? Set's uh, a hawk, right? Uh, no, Set is not technically reminiscent of any uh, particular animal. He's like a mixture between a jackal and an anteater and a all kinds of weird stuff. Anubis, in some texts, he's, he's you could tell I did some research for this. <laughs> in some texts. Anubis is referred to as Set's nephew. Uh, yeah. However, in some other texts, and sometimes in the same text, they're referred to as brothers. So, eh, I don't know. I'm not well, sure if which you way watch Gods of Egypt. <laughs> yeah, because that's canon. Yeah. <laughs> For all of Egypt, the Gods of Egypt is canon. <laughs> all the gods are white dudes, except for Black Panther's one of them. And yep. uh, Set is... Uh, Played by uh, Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah, that that make that carries. <laughs> he, wouldn't it be fucking awesome in this film if Gerard Butler was the one? Like if Tom Cruise stabs himself and he becomes Gerard Butler, and he's like, Ah, I'm Gerard Butler. <laughs> so I'd be like, Oh, um, here we go. According to Wikipedia, and I know that's grain of salt kind of situation. Uh, he is the god of desert storms, disorder, violence, and foreigners in ancient Egyptian religion. Hmm. Yeah. Violence, In case you're huh? curious. Eminem's the god of violence in America. He sings uh, about let's it. see here. His offspring <laughs> were Anubis, uh, Maga, or Mega, I don't know how to say that, M-A-G-A, uh, and one that Maga. I'm not even going to... Maga's even the god of chaos. I don't know. There's a lot of fucking W's in that name. It sounds like you're rewinding shit. Yeah, exactly. So... Hey, you yeah. know what? That's why I could never do it's Egyptian studies. It's a rough language, studies. man. It's, it's, not that, it's not easy. I can't even say most of it. So, kudos to any well, archaeologists out there. Believe it or not, this movie isn't uh, accurate to the myths. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. I just... <sighs> so, at the very end, uh, one of the jokes that I told when I was watching this... Um, <laughs> when Tom Cruise starts doing the kiss of death thing to the mummy, to uh, Amatet, oh, uh, whatever. Man. Uh, number one was like uncomfortable. That. He sucks the I life out of her. Do not like watching a woman struggle under a man's right. like, pushed kiss. It was but, like, Ugh. 
She and Tom he, Cruise doing it just made it worse. He sucks the life out of her, drains her to a, a dried husk. And, and the only thing I could say to that, like while it uh, once it was over, I go, "Huh, reminds me of my last relationship." <laughs> <laughs> it's like my ex-wife. <laughs> uh, I felt just like that. <laughs> When he throws the body and it shrivels up into the uh, Voldemort, the little weird Voldemort <laughs> yeah, penis, I was like, baby, huh. no. But they kept her. Like, they didn't destroy the body. I'm like, oh, well, that's a way to bring her back, because I'm sure yeah. Seth's powers will transfer from Cruz to her so we can get well, her back. Because we didn't learn. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. We let Tom Cruise run away and journey into the desert with his resurrected dead friend. A new Egyptian buddy cop movie. Why not just destroy, destroy the fucking stone to start with, guys? <laughs> like, come on, Crusaders. You could have destroyed the stone. Tom Cruise did it by hitting it on a rock twice. Right? Just twice. Hit it once. Oh, crack. When he dropped it from waist height, it fucking shattered. The Crusaders were like, you know what? Don't like that. We're going to just package it here close together, but, you know, just a little bit away. Also, the dead guy can protect it. She could control the Crusaders, the dead Crusaders. Don't they have, like, I'm not trying to be sacrilegious here, but aren't they, like, fucking baptized or something? Isn't God going to protect them in the afterlife? Are you telling me that these motherfuckers don't even get peace in the afterlife? Their bodies can yeah. be fucking puppeted around? And that you know, seemed weird to me. I forget what she says, but she's like, rise my something. That's she like, says my servants. And yeah, I'm my like, servants. Are your servants. These are Those not are your servants. Guys. Those are the ones, they're bad people to you. They're trying to yeah. kill you. Like these are well, not I mean, your servants by any means uh, or stretch of the imagination, for God's sake. Well, the whole there's also a thing that bothers me. So when they're being chased in the water by the one, he falls into the water and can't swim because of the chainmail, right? And he sinks, and that's like the saving grace of these characters. Is oh well, he can't swim because of the chainmail. But then thirty of the motherfuckers in chainmail are swimming, no fucking problem. Ten minutes, not even ten minutes later. That one was just really bad at swimming. <laughs> yeah, that's he just never learned to really swim. Bad. Yeah, he's the bad swimming crusader. Yeah, had he's a couple like, oh, centuries, shit. couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get it. I, I don't get it, man. Her powers make no fucking sense. If she would have started shooting ladies, like, first off, she could control sand, which means she could control glass. That's the most fucking ridiculous jump of logic I've ever seen in my life. That's a stretch. Well, she could control sand, which is carbon-based, so she could control anything, because there's anything carbon-based you could control. It's like, this is fucking stupid. And then, like, they destroy the museum, by the way. And, like, we don't want to talk about that. But she could control glass. (laughs) Never uses that again. She uses it one time. I... Controlling glass would have been really useful when those cars were driving, and she could have just fucking shattered the windshields out of them, but nope. She only uses the sandstorm thing twice in the movie, and not even to crash the plane. She has to fly a bunch of fucking birds into it to do that. And she can control birds! Right. She does it one time! Alfred Hitchcock the hell out of it. Like, why aren't there more birds? Give us more birds. <laughs> like, I want to see Tom Cruise punching birds. <laughs> we saw Jake Johnson shooting spiders. That was a Man, that was about the dumbest thing. It's like, come on, man. You're that, you're that badly trained. Exactly, right? Also, when she controls the the Knights Templar, right? 
So, like, their armor and stuff's blessed, right? Like, she just controls them, and then she's like, snap her fingers, and they turn into dust, armor, and the cloth and all, just dust. And I'm like, I don't understand her powers. She can turn metal into dust by snapping her fingers, because she just did. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> what the fuck are her powers? What, what can she not do? Oh, you know what she cannot do? She can't get out of a fucking a couple chains and a bunch of fucking needles jabbed in her. Yeah, her powers are Deus Ex Machina. That's whatever she needed. Exactly, whatever the situation calls for. (laughs) Like a really rip off version of Legion. (laughs) (laughs) So, so okay, they steal from uh, American Werewolf in London with the dead friend. Like, look, you killed me. Look at my face. I'm like, oh, okay. And then they steal from the Avengers because he screams her awake. And I just thought of the Hulk screaming at Tony and he comes back to life when that happens. Yeah. Thomas also, ugly in that scene. Can he turn into a monster sometimes? Like, he, he obviously well, can make his teeth super sharp when he yells every once in a while. See, the thing is, you don't see, after that scene, you don't see his face anymore. You see his yeah, eyes see his at one point. At the end. And he says that he's become a monster. But yeah, all we see is his eyes. So I wonder if his if his grill is permanently fucked up. If Tom doesn't... But if it's fucked up, I hope that they at least have one sharp tooth right in the middle. <laughs> Tom Cruise's teeth are misaligned. Yeah, because he has that genetic disorder which makes makes one of his teeth right in the middle of his head. Which, I mean, good for him, though, that he's got that, and he still has the most da- one of the most dazzling smiles in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Tom I mean, Cruise has got that smile. You just look at it, you're like, ha, I fucking like that guy. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'll end my rant of this bullshit with one thing. Uh, they're in Egypt for a while. We're dealing with a lot of Egypt things. There's only one black character in this entire film, and he's an American soldier. Uh, they're not actually in Egypt for very. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know if they're ever well, they're, in Egypt. They're in Bank. Wait, maybe they're, they're in. They're they're in Old Mesopotamia, which is northern Iraq. Most is, yeah, I think yeah, is where East, is yeah. the part they say there. I mean, Mesopotamia went from Syria to Iraq. Okay, yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You know, all regardless, of the Iran. Regardless, but, this cast is very white. Uh, yes, yeah, for like, the area for sure, one hundred percent. It's a very white cast for a movie that like is a globe trotting movie. It's like every yeah. one of our characters is a is a white guy or a white lady, except for the mummy herself, which I, I'm not sure what ethnicity she is. She's great though. I I like her uh, as the mummy. Crap. She delivers you know, her lines up. well. She was in uh, Kingsman, I believe. She's yes, the she was uh, Sophia Batella. Um, yeah, yeah, she's good. She's, she's from good. Algeria. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. She was good. Uh, her and Cruz really did do what they could. Jake Johnson, yeah. who I find very funny, is very underwhelming in this. Mm. Uh, the female lead, whatever her name is, could care less. They didn't give uh, Vail enough they, screen time. They gave well. They gave her nothing. They gave her nothing to do other than like be in trouble. Just be in trouble. Yeah. All mm-hmm. she is the entire time is being saved by men. Um, when he does show up and act, Russell Crowe is just chewing it up. Whether he's Playing that like oh dear <laughs> like C three PO esque Mister yeah. uh, or Doctor Jekyll or that like the hide was so what good, I assume hide is more in kin to who he actually is where he's like <laughs> this girl Eddie Hyde 
<laughs> yeah. I don't want to kill you. Henry wants to do that. He's yeah, Australian, I think that's actually really close decent. to Russell Crowe in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't want to punch you. That's the telephone. I would. Uh, I would tell you. I will tell you. I truly enjoy Russell Crowe as an narrator. As while I was being spoon-fed story, his narration voice is fantastic. I mean, I enjoyed the dude's that. Good man. Yeah. He's he's good. Like I like Russell Crowe. I like the chick that played the mummy. I like uh, Tom Cruise. I I I don't hate this cast. Yeah. It's just not a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It was not. It was not good. <laughs> If, uh, if, so, okay, okay, uh, last episode, you did a thing where you, you said, hey, this is what we're going to fix the film, right? And you, you said, oh, put these guys in there instead. Oh, yes, fix it. The problem with this movie isn't the cast. The problem with this movie is a terribly written film. Yes. I don't think there's a way to fix this film to not be terrible. I will say this because Russell Crowe is in there and made me want to watch good the good uh, nice guys again. That movie, yeah. Good. I I feel that the only way you can fix this film, you have to pick a side. Uh, it I, it has to go more uh, serious, dark action with well, less she is comedy. No humor with her. We get a little bit of humor out of Cruz from time to time. The the drinking thing was a little bit of humor. He cracks a joke later whenever. Uh, Hyde is talking about killing him. He's like, "What? What?" And Hyde's like, "What?" <laughs> and like Hyde gets a lot of humor. Yeah. Uh, female lead gets no humor, and Jake Johnson only gets humor. And they don't they don't balance it at all, which makes it just kind of frustrating, annoying. It's like that's that's like her mummy characters in a completely different film. Exactly, it's out of place. Every time you get humor, it's some of the jokes land, and some of them make you chuckle. But it's so out of place that it almost disconnects you from the story that's going on at the time. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would like them to pick a side. They either need to go funny with action, uh, buddy comedy, because it was, you know, just like the old, um, or, you know, the 1999 Mummy movies. And, or and you know what the thing if you want to reboot Darker, they have, uh, you know. Oh, that fair in that movie plays the leader of the, like, those, the, the watchers, the ones that watch for the mm. Mummy. He's in there, and he plays an incredibly serious, overly serious character. But they use that for comedic purposes. Exactly. And they could not even do that. Like It's like a Drax. When Tom Cruise says, listen, you and me are never going to happen, talking to the mummy, it is delivered yeah. so poorly. I'm like, this just, just this feels like it was a reshoot where it like, needs more humor. And they're like, well, we mm-hmm. can only fit three jokes in the film. Exactly. And it's just... Not so good. I say you either need more, or you just cut them out completely. You either and go make straight it a horror much, with much something darker. like this, lay off the action, go straight horror, or yeah, you you give us more fun. You have yep. fun with something so fucking ridiculous as a mummy coming back to life. Yeah, have fun. Like, the the epitome of the Brendan Fraser mummy movies to me is when one of the guard mummies, I think it was the second movie, screams at him. And he looks at it and screams back at it. Oh yeah, well, that you're is the fun. That's the height of the arc. It's just it's hilarity. Even but, a serious line in that film. Whenever uh, the one guy that gets his eyes taken by uh, uh, Imhotep. Imhotep, whenever Benny is like, he wants to thank you for uh, your hospitality, and he's like, oh okay, and he's like, he also wants to thank you for your eyes, 
and now he's going to take your tongue. And, like, Benny's, like, delivering the line really darkly, but kind of, like, giggling through it. And then the guy's Mm -hmm. like, and it's like, that's a serious moment done with, like, terror and horror aspects of it. But still, they're having fun with it. Overact. Like, Russell Crowe understood the assignment. (laughs) He got it 100%. Yeah. When, also, when he slams so his hand against the door and plays non-intimidating characters, yeah, he's like six foot eight and he's like <laughs> massive and he's like, oh, I'm just a doctor, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure you are. <laughs> Would not you let tower, you operate on me. You fucking tower over Tiny Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm just a doctor, just a simple doctor, nice guy, with my one leather glove like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, okay, you big motherfucker. <laughs> like, it's like, come on. Uh, at least with the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, another terrible film uh, that hides I, like a, a weak little man that turns into a big dude. Yeah, I did like, however, if you watch the cinematography uh, between when he is Jekyll and when he is Hyde, they do shoot it much, much differently. Not just in because oh, of the action the scene, obviously, too. but they the, if you look at the camera angle when they are shooting Jekyll, it is straight on. When they are shooting Hyde, it is low. To yeah. make Russell Crowe's stature over Tom Cruise look even more immense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, well, so, uh, I, that Danny was Elfman, smart. Danny Elfman does the music, and he actually, like, does, like, this... Uh, he, when when Hyde is taking over, they add a, like, uh, maybe a theremin? I'm not sure. Like, some type of str- uh, high-pitched string instrument. It's like... Ding, 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 mm-hmm. And it does that whenever he's taking over to kind of give you that feeling of insanity. I thought that that was done well. Like... The movie, technicality-wise, what it looks like and everything like that isn't bad. It's yeah. just a very poorly written film. It's so poorly written that so many things step on themselves, and nothing is defined very clear. The The whole destroy the dagger, stop it all thing makes me go, why wasn't it destroyed then? Why not destroy yeah. the dagger then? Like, what is going on? Like, it just... And then her powers, of course, that drives me up the fucking wall, because what are her powers? That's... <laughs> I cannot ask that question more in this this fucking film. It's like, what can she not, or what can she do? Because I'm very confused. Ugh. Either way. <laughs> Let's get to the next part, Jesse. Should it, Bob? One, two, three, four! Okay. In my notes, I say bomb? Question mark. God, yes. It it should have. It is predictable. It is uncomfortable, and it is not 1999 mummy. I'm sorry. Um, as much as I, I however, love a dark universe. That's the thing. I I, I wish it was better. I wish it didn't because this universe could have been freaking awesome. But mm, eh, so it, hear yeah, me out. It bombed. Hear me out, right? We give it a chance. We get a sequel. Right? Tom Cruise has the golden book of the dead that Mm -hmm. uh, we see earlier in the film. And he's like, this book should help me figure out how to get rid of the curse. And so he's looking into who knows about this. Oh, this person knows about this. And he learns about – what was was Brendan Fraser's name in there? Was it O'Doyle? I think it was O'Doyle. And he resurrects 
O'Doyle, and then we have an older Brendan Fraser. O'Connell. Richard O'Connell. O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, you're right, O'Connell. We resurrect O'Connell, and we get a fish-out-of-water story because O'Connell obviously doesn't know where he is, time period-wise. You can use the older Brendan Fraser we have now. And he'd be like, "Well, I died in my, you know, I died in my late sixties or whatever they want to do with him. So of mm-hmm. course he's going to be out of shape or whatever." And we interject some fun into there by making it a Tom Cruise, Ben Fraser team up. And that's maybe Tom Cruise can only keep one person alive at a time, so Jake Johnson's character has to die. He's like, "Hey, I, we got to bring him back." And Jake Johnson's like, "Yeah, man, I get it." So we we swap him, you know, like let's have some fun with it, you know. Like I, I just, I, I would yeah. love for there to be a dark universe. I so badly want to see that actually work. This was just a terrible approach. So yeah, I, I agree with you. It just deserves to bomb so hard. I would only make one change, and as that Vale's character would go, would wouldn't be dead because just that limit head. that limits the power of set substantially. And it's apparent. I want him to be. I want him to be crazy powerful. Uh, but. Instead, he's he's out of the scene because he's been sent on another errand somewhere that we don't care about, and he just goes over there. But other than that, the Brendan Fraser angle, I would totally watch that movie, 100%. I would love that. That would be cool. Just, this movie's bad, man. And, and yeah, it's, it's boring, awesome. too. Yeah, it like, was really boring. There's a couple scenes in there that are pretty good. Like, I enjoyed the uh, plane crash and everything, but, like, for the most part, I was just, like, I couldn't stop checking my phone. I I had to put my phone under a pillow because I'm like, okay, I got I to gotta fucking fix this because I was getting distracted hardcore. Ugh. I yeah. just bored out of my mind. Anyway, I, I hate saying this, but I think I enjoyed Pixels more than this. 100%. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Uh, what? Maybe I'll enjoy the next film, Jesse. What's next? <laughs> All right, next random number generator. Give me my number, and it is seventy-two. Seventy-two. Scroll down. <laughs> oh no! Oh, Merry Christmas, oh. 2013's The Lone Ranger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this movie in theaters, by the way. Oh, I know. I've heard how much you like this movie. Well, it's incredibly racist. So that's that. <laughs> Man, uh, it has, and it has uh, at, at least two of our previous bombers: uh, Army Hammer and Johnny Depp. Oh, you're right. Army Hammer was in. Yeah, yeah, the Man from Uncle. Johnny yeah, Depp was Astronaut's he, wife. Yeah, yeah, Astronaut's wife. Oh, <laughs> interesting. This is a double bomber <laughs> film, huh? Woo! <laughs> mm. I'm excited. Yeah. I wonder if there's any other bombers in there. We should really pay attention to that better, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Maybe we can <laughs> add that to the spreadsheet. No, no. I'm not going to give you more work. I already made oh. you cut, cut weird parts of movies out so we can listen to them. Like uh, right here, where I want to play Tom Cruise's crazy yell that I hate. Uh, let's hear that again. That's a yell, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's Get him, Nick. <laughs> Get, Get him, Nick. Nick. Yeah. Uh, Kick his I, ass, I, sea bass. 
I, I hope you don't get rid of any of the sounds we cut, and then you just have a soundboard of the random shit that we cut throughout this. Because I can't wait for the day where it's like, get her, Nick. Ah, man, animal. <laughs> like you're just hitting the buttons. Uh, I, I am a digital pack rat. I don't get rid of anything. So yeah, I still have all of them. Uh, well, you know what? I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen that movie since I saw it in theaters. I remember not hating the film all that much for some reason just hating yeah. the johnny depp part of it so it should be interesting to see me go back to it uh now because i think at the time who knows man but uh yeah okay so anyway that's next week tune in i think you guys are gonna enjoy that you get to hear some fun i'm gonna go on a racist rant not a, well that sounds that sounds really bad i'm gonna go on a rant about racism not a racist <laughs> rant you. <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> yeah let's uh, let's clear that up real quick uh that's funny anyway uh you can find me on twitter i'm brandon uh jesus christ i don't even know my own fucking twitter name i'm brando supreme <laughs> uh jesse where can they find you i am on twitter at pen of doom p-e-n-o-f-d-o-o-m that's the best place nice. and uh mesopotamia which is northern iraq I knew. I knew this. <laughs> that, you learned something from the movie, so there's that. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I had to uh, after the movie. I had to look up Mesopotamia, but I learned where it was. I can't say the word, so I'm not even going to try. No. Uh, you can also find us. Uh, you can email us at magictalkybox at gmail dot com, uh, and find us on Facebook at the Box Office Bomb Squad. Uh, interact with us. Play with us. Uh, we are to the weekly format so we will be posting like links on our facebook so if you don't you know already subscribe or add it to your favorites uh, you can find us anywhere you can find podcasts so give it a listen share with your friends uh you know even if you don't like us i don't care set it up on mom's phone and let her listen yeah give us some give us some free plays with mom moms love me i say the f word a lot right they love that <laughs> Jesse said MILF earlier. I did, yeah. my, mother listens, my mother listens to this show, by the way. Oh, boy. Does she like, boy, your friend Brandon's got a foul mouth. <laughs> I, I Wait till next week's uh, Cindy, right? My mother? Yeah. It's Paula. Paula. Cindy's your aunt. Cindy's my aunt, yeah. She, my sister's name is Cindy, so I get confused. Wait till uh, next week, Paula. 